If you want to see us live, we go live on Twitch every Sunday and Wednesday night. Twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. We also do a little sneak peek recording of the podcast that you're about to listen to live on those Twitch streams. So go ahead and get early access to all of these episodes and much, much more like how bad I did last year in uh, in our in our little uh, bit made up game that Brian made up. Uh, so and yeah, one. <laughs> and one, yeah. Made up all the rules and one. Uh, so go ahead and go follow us on Twitch and click the notification bell so that way you never miss whenever we go live. Again, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. You see, you see that's called eating your cake or having your cake and eating it too. That's all I'm saying, brother. I just want to talk about the victory. Eating your cake and getting it to shake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I don't like cake in. that much. <laughs> Whoa, that makes one of I, us on the podcast. Ice cream cake is the best type of cake. I'm just letting you guys know. If anyone says otherwise... I mean, we can have a legit I mean, debate. There is another. Okay. Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. That's Ryan. And Keone is here. Well, my goodness. We might have to talk about this cake stuff in the live right, stream. Let's talk about top five cakes. <laughs> no, let's save it for the live four. stream. Yeah, let's save it for the live stream. You guys gotta go. <laughs> Twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media, like I told you. Uh, at FF Daydreamers on all social media. Um, first week. Done and over with. On to week two. There's a lot of news, so let's get into it. All right, so J.K. Dobbins is expected to have surgery this week. He's likely done for the season. Uh, Torn Achilles, if you uh, you don't follow us on social media at FF Daydreamers. Great uh, coverage on this. Yeah, (laughs) really, really good by us. Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles in the Monday night game. His season's over. Zach Wilson will be the starter for week two and going forward. This is as for it's horrible for Jets fans. Horrible for that was crazy. The whole entrance was crazy. Yeah. But Garrett Wilson goes down my ranks pretty hard there. He's going to probably end up being a wide receiver two to a flex play weekly. He made a great catch. We all, I mean, the group text was popping after that. But Zach Wilson is just not talented enough to support anybody. So all these flyers you had on the receivers, Conklin, out, Cook, and Hall, stock up, though, because they're about to get fed. Exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. That split is going to stay 50-50, I think, for most of the year now. And both of them are going to probably eat. What, like yeah, twelve touches each, probably yeah. twelve to fifteen. Exactly. Yeah, Zach both. Wilson probably throwing. It's going to be very Atlanta-ish. We're yeah, yeah. About Zach Wilson throwing about twenty-five times, <laughs> uh, twenty-five times a game, and we just hope Garrett Wilson gets six of them. Yeah, I mean, this is the true definition of they went all in because there's it's pretty much Zach Wilson, and you're not going to get any other quarterback that's going to be, you know, to the to the level that Aaron Rodgers 
was in terms of what he meant for this team. When do we see Cam Newton on a random podcast saying, <laughs> there's not 32 quarterbacks better than me. <laughs> you see it again. Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, with the injury, he's not going to play enough for the Jets to have to send Green Bay a first round pick. Mm. It's going to be a second round pick now. And right now, Aaron Rodgers' last completion was to a Detroit Lion. Oh, that's fun. That's funny. So, yeah, there's that. Hmm. Um, Austin Eckler is dealing with an ankle injury. He also missed Wednesday's practice with personal issues. Hmm. Um, I think we all think he's going to play this week, but just keep an eye out for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacoby Myers remains in concussion protocol through Wednesday. Probably not the best of news for him. His week two status. Uh, if you were planning on playing him, probably find someone else to slide in there. And then remember the change in concussions last season where when you had a concussion, you basically missed a week for sure. Yeah. That was for what I mean, it was very rare after the whole Tua thing, a guy came back in a week. It did happen, mm-hmm. but it was very rare. So expect that to be still the norm. Uh, Christian Watson dealing with a hamstring injury still. He says he's not likely to go on IR, but this week is uh, TBD. Uh, he was rehabbing his hamstring, according to reports, on Wednesday off to the side. So that's some positive news, hmm. but still uh, still waiting to see on Christian Watson. There's no um, way you can play him. Romeo I, Dubs, I don't though. Think so. Romeo Dubs. It's just, it's too, it's, the risk is too much. Yeah. I'm at wide receiver 37 this week. Yeah, we were going to drop him a little bit lower in my rankings. Uh, Aaron Jones didn't practice on Wednesday either. Um, I still think he plays. What do you guys? How do you guys feel? I about agree, Jim. I think he does play. I again, he, you said it was like a little pinch or something. Not nothing too major. He said he would kept playing. Yeah, yeah. he's a so, vet. Just yeah, just let him. Just let him rest an extra day. They had a great <laughs> performance, you know, in this past game. So their offense is cooking. Their whole team is cooking. So, you know, just give them the extra day of rest, and then we'll, you know, again with all these, we'll keep you updated before these before the games on Sundays and all that sort of stuff. If any breaking news happens. Deontay Johnson is expected to miss four weeks with that hamstring injury we talked about. So Pickens, Fryermuth, start yeah. going up there. Fryermuth, I, I think he's going to be the number one controlling the middle of the field. Mm. This, I'm telling you, the 49ers defense is great, guys. Do not be underselling this Steelers passing game. Greg Dulcich is expected to miss multiple weeks dealing with the hamstring injury. Ah, that sucks. How many more people can this Broncos offense lose? I know. I feel like it's every year they lose a few people, but Cortland Sutton, do you push him up a little bit or? A little Uh, bit. I mean, I I don't know. Jerry Judy, he had a pregame workout that they decided he wasn't good enough to go in week one. But that means he was close to going in week one, which means, I mean, I think it's positive signs for week two. So I want to kind of see how Jerry Judy fits into this offense and without Dulcich, how, how it all goes before I really put my, my faith back into Corlin Sun. I mean, he looked good. If you're looking for defenses this week, this game, Washington versus Broncos, I think this is going to be a defensive heavy game. Mm. We're about to see. Another sixteen, to, <laughs> yes. yeah, another sixteen to seventeen game, uh, and the and the Washington only scored twenty versus Cardinal, so it ain't gonna right. be better. Yeah. No, no. 
Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, he's dealing with rib injury. Um, Eagles play on ah! Thursday night, so he's <laughs> not going to play. Will not play. Oh. Give him out if uh, you were. I mean, if you came up I on Kenny so Gainwell. Being right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, head coach Shane Steichen says, only time will tell with running back Zach Moss uh, with his availability for week two. He did practice on Wednesday, though, so hmm. good, good news there. You're staying away from Zach Moss, though, right? You're not playing him his first week back. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't stay away. I wouldn't play him his first week back. I would pick him up though because that running yeah. back, that backfield looked shitty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I think you can drop Deion Jackson. He, that's no, terrible. yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Noah Brown. He's dealing with a groin injury that's believed to be short term. Um, Houston Texans wide receiver there. Cordell Patterson was back at practice on Wednesday. Uh, another running back for Atlanta. I want. I want to know how they split up that backfield now. If if he actually joins, does? Sorry, he's not a running back. He's actually uh, the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying. And so the NFL called it the Joker. We live in a society. Uh, Clyde edwards Alaire did not practice on Wednesday with an illness. Mark Andrews did practice on Wednesday, so good news for him. Raheem Mostert, he's dealing with a knee injury. Hmm. Um, how do you guys feel about Raheem Mostert dealing with that knee injury? Is that, does that scare you he off plays, of him? I would or? play him. Okay. I think, I think I'm scared. I think it scares me off a little bit more than, than you guys. A, a little bit, but, you know, um, he, looked okay. he looked all right. He got his, his points, you know, in versus the Chargers, but we kind of expected that, so. There's a chance Miami scores like 33 points a game this year. You got to try to have the running back. I know, but this, that, that New England defense is pretty good. I mean, I agree. So it it does scare me a little bit that that defense is good and he's dealing with a knee injury. Um, There's just no one else there in that backfield for them to put out there. Uh, Jalen Waddle was limited with an oblique injury on Wednesday in Wednesday's practice. Um, uh, we'll keep you updated, but he's probably going to play. And if he plays, you start him. And Travis Kelsey practiced on Wednesday, but he was limited. Uh, again, one of your studs. If he's playing, you start him. We'll keep you up to date. FF Daydreamers on all social media. And that'll do it for the news. Ooh. Yeah, lots there. Let's get into some uh, start six. Gentlemen! All right, I'm going to give you players, and you tell me which one you would start and which one you would sit. First up, Kyron Williams or Michael Pittman? So this is in the flex here, probably. I'm going to have to stay away from... Okay, I'm going to have to stay away from Williams here. They're going against the 49ers. It's not a defense I want to play, especially uh, when it's a committee like that. Give me Pittman. Texans are low key, might be a kind of a good defense with you know the new head coach higher. And you know, I thought they did a good job versus Baltimore, but Pittman just has a better floor, ceiling, everything. I think, uh, I think both guys had pretty good to, to great week one performances. You know, both were top 10 fantasy, had top 10 fantasy numbers at their positions. Um, you know, Kyron Williams is still a weight, like he's a waiver wire pick. We talked about him, um, you know, moving forward. Um, and he had 15 carries, two touchdowns, um, better than acres, all that sort of stuff. But like Ryan said, he goes against the, uh, the 49ers, which is 
absolutely looks like a dominant force on every side of the ball. And he faces a wall, you know, in that defense and Nick Bosa and even Fred Warner up the middle, you know, like it's, it's going to be tough. And Michael Pittman, you know, he looked, he looked really good. He had eight catches on 11 targets for 97 yards and he scuttled his way into the end zone. Uh, I may have to end that up. That man could have moonwalked his way to the end zone and still got there, bruh. That yeah. Jags deep. Oh my God. It was so um, but I, I, who knows after week one, I may have to be eating my words on him as a bust this year, but we'll see, you know, it's, it's again, it's only, it's only one week um, and they face Houston. So yeah, because of the defenses, I think I got to go with Pittman as well. Yeah. I think you guys uh, said, said everything that needs to be said. I, do, I think wait on the Pittman being a bust still. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause how long was that one screen that he caught that he ran for a touchdown? It's 39. 39 yards 39 yards so almost half of his yards in one play Uh, yeah Yeah, yeah. he gets the catches and stuff but he doesn't get a lot of yards and if he doesn't score that touchdown for 39 yards and not such a great day i'm i'm still pretty low on michael Pittman for the season but um for this week i you can't play williams against san francisco so gotta go michael Pittman there um definitely got the upside too for him Mm-hmm. He has the ability to take that 39 yards if for a touchdown, you know? The the only reason why I think you could play Williams is if you think you are like, he's going to get like eight dump offs. Like that's the only way. I think that's Higby's role too. I, I just don't think like that is his role. Like he is a good pass catcher, but no, like, it might be like. It's going to be Pook. That's Pook's role, I think now. You think he's uh, going to be like the quick dump off guy? Because yeah. I'm telling you, it might be a. It's gonna be like drags across real quick, uh, uh stuff like that's that. That's the only way I can see him be fantasy forever. It was like eight receptions for 19 yards, yeah. <laughs> and it could happen. I think, uh, man, that's the only way I think he's gonna have a floor. And Michael Pittman's floor could literally be zero, uh, mm. it's not likely, but I think Michael Pittman's floor is zero. And I don't think Kyron Williams' floor is quite zero, but you got to take the upside here and that's going to be Michael Pittman. All right. Next Amari Cooper or James cook, James cook. Uh, Mark Cooper is going against, uh, going away. Again, Steelers are going to, I think they're going to win that game. And, uh, James cook, 12 carries six targets versus a jets defense going against the Raiders. Easy. You get, you get that same volume versus the Raiders. This is a 20 point game. Um, I mean, yeah, I, another, I, I agree with Ryan with James cook, you know, Amari Cooper, he had seven targets, which is nice, but he only caught three of those for, I think 37 yards. It's not great. Um, you know, you'd like to see more and it was a home game. Like, come on, man. It's, it's your, it's, you're supposed to do well at home. Cause we know he doesn't travel. Well, we know that for sure. Uh, um, it was a lot of the weather. There was a lot of weather in that that's game. That's true. That's fair. But it looked terrible too. And I mean, Higgins, Jamar Chase, they all looked terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I just true, but we, besides that it is an away game for them and we know how he plays in away games. He just doesn't, he likes to stay on the plane or whatever. I don't know. Um, and James cook, you know, despite Josh Allen trying to get like make them lose that game, which he did. Um, James Cook had a had a pretty game or a pretty good game. 63 yards, no touchdown, but 16 total touches. That's what we like to see. 
It means they're going to be using him a lot. And that was against a great Jets defense, like incredible Jets defense. Um, and they're going against the Saints, which is still a decent defense, but not the Jets. So I go with James Cook. Uh, this one's really close to me. Uh, just because you guys both pick Cook, I'll go Cooper here. Um, the Steelers' defense secondary did not look good. Um, yeah, Amari Cooper only caught three of his passes, but like I said, that that weather was terrible. Uh, Deshaun Watson missed short on so many passes. Uh, it, w- it was really bad. And it could be that Deshaun Watson is just not himself anymore, what he used to be, but I don't think it was as bad as what we saw on, on Sunday. And I think... Mark Cooper has a chance to go for a couple of touchdowns here. Um, James Cook is really good. I think that me being so low on him during the off season was probably wrong. Uh, they're clear. He's clearly the go-to guy there. Uh, so he's, he's definitely worth having and, and you could probably play him here too uh, against Las Vegas though. Josh Allen's going to come back, be mean, be nasty, throw a bunch. Just as Stefan Diggs, Stephon Diggs wide receiver one week. I think so. Uh, leaving not a lot of stuff to go to James cook. That would be my argument. there. Okay. Interesting. This right here, I think is the hardest one. All right. Javante Williams or T Higgins. Ah, oh, man. Well, I, Javante and P Ryan, I feel like played a lot, like played, very close to a 50-50 split. Again, I think this Washington defense can be uh, just, the most scoring game. It's just a matter of time. I just don't know if it's in week two. Um, mm. Javante looks so much better than P. Ryan to me. Like, he looks like the better back. I just, he's just not getting the full workload yet. And I don't know, I don't think he'll get it in week two either. Yeah, I'm going to um, go T. Higgins here. I think I'm going to Bounce back against Baltimore, another division rival. Uh, I think Cincinnati has a big week here, too. Another week of rest knocked off for Burrow. Yeah. I mean, having such a bad game against Cleveland in week one, and yeah, a lot had it to do with the weather, but they had an awful game on offense, and so I think the bounce back is is there for them. Well, I guess uh, we're three for three on, on T Higgins. Cause I, I uh, hanging out so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, cause it's like, yeah, Javante, you know, had 17 total touches, including four catches, which is, you know, you like to see from a guy coming back from, from injury. Um, and he did, yeah, he did look better than, than P Ryan, but it's just this Broncos offense. It's, they kind of looked like they did last year. You know, again, that's 16 points in a game like that seems to be proverbially like the number that they reach. And I think they got lucky a few times in this game. I know Russell Wilson had a bad fumble that got taken back on a penalty. Um, But like the offense is not great. And like Ryan saying, the defenses in this game are going to be the 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 workhorses uh, more than anything. And then, yeah, I do expect a they have to. Um, Cincinnati has to have a bounce back game because they can't go two games in a row, both versus division opponents um, playing like they did. Um, so I think T Higgins is not going to catch zero passes, you know, put up a giant, not even a goose egg, an emu, an emu egg, an ostrich egg. That's how big it was in week one. I think it'll be better in week two. So got to go T Higgins. All right. That'll do it for our start. Sits. Now let's get into some fantasy fights. 
What's so funny, right? <laughs> um, our rankings are out. Daydreamermedia.com. Go check those out. Um, so uh, we're going to argue about where we got people ranked and why we got them ranked where we got them. So first up, Jalen Hurts. Ryan got him at number one. I have him at seven. Round one. Fight. Uh, so... <laughs> It's simple. The Vikings defense is kind of horrible versus quarterbacks. Last season, they gave up the six most fancy uh, fancy points to QBs. And the first game, they let Baker finish his QB 13. He had two passing touchdowns, should have had three because Mike Evans dropped one. And Baker has thrown like literally like two, two touchdown games in the last like year. I mean, come on. How does they do that? How is Baker perform better in one game they did all last season? And it's because his Vikings defense sucks. Jalen, Hor- Jalen Hurts is a top five quarterback. His offense is going to explode. I-, I thought they were rusty last or last week. They were in the rain. This is in Philly. It's a primetime game. I actually think both offenses are going to explode because both defenses are really banged up. Um, key injuries on both sides. It's going to be, a sh- it's just going to be a shootout. Jalen Hurts to me is just going to ex- exploit this offense or exploit this defense. Uh, you're right. They looked rusty. Uh, this Eagles offense looked really rusty. Um, there's very little chance that you're going to bench Jalen Hurts this week. But and if you follow our rankings, he's sitting at number one. So he's you're not benching him for anyone if, if you're looking at that. But um, looking back at week one, Hurts did not look good. He did look super rusty. Missed a bunch of uh, open receivers. Only threw for 170 yards and one touchdown. Uh, the offense really un- underwhelmed. Um, maybe that had to do with they were playing the Packers, and that's a good defense. No, we were playing the Pats. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, you guys were playing the Patriots, and that is a good defense. So maybe that had a little bit to do with it, and the weather had a little bit to do with it. I just don't know if they'll have it all together, knock all of the rust off in such a quick turnaround. This is a Thursday night game. I tend to stay away from guys on Thursday night. Um, yeah, you're probably going to have to play him, but I, I really don't want to. Um, and he didn't run the ball a lot, even in the rain where he wasn't throwing well. I I would want him to run a little bit more, carry the ball for 4.1 a carry. Um, in comparison, last season, he carried, he averaged 4.6 a carry. Um, I'm just not putting in all my faith that he smashes and finishes QB one this week in such a short week. I so. guess we have to ask Ian. Yeah. Ian, come back on here. Hi guys. All right. Can you give your thoughts? Ian? I was just going to say, this is, this is funny. Cause I'm literally right down the middle of you guys. I have him finishing. I have him ranked at uh QB four for this week. So there's literally, I don't lean, you know, there's no favor either way. Um, but I guess for me, I think it's hard for somebody to finish as a number, like their position at number one in a Thursday night game. That's, that's my only, that's my only thing. Um, real hard for me to say, um, both very valid points. Thursday night games are weird as shit. Um, but I mean, they're weird as shit for both teams and the Vikings are a bad offense or bad defense. Um, I mean, they, they let Baker look good out there. Hey, Baker's good before. 
What? And Bakers said, look- get your weight up. Little Bakers, boy. Bakers looked good before with the Rams last year. He had, he had a couple good games. He said, get and your weight up, little boy. Come on. You imagine if Jalen Hurts runs over that same man, that man might not get back up. Um, at, at the same time, putting the number one player on Thursday is is a tough sell. Um, I believe more that Jalen Hurts is better than the Vikings. So I'm going to go with Ryan on this one. All right. No comment. Next. <laughs> Keenan Allen. Uh, I have him at six and Keone has him at 24. Round two. Fight. Uh, targets are earned. All right. Let's let's start there. Keenan Allen saw 29% of his of the Chargers targets in week one. Uh, to put that in perspective, Austin Eckler and Mike Williams each had 16% of the Chargers chargers targets so clearly keenan allen is still herbert's favorite target even in year four together uh this was a shootout a game where they needed completions and allen was that go-to guy he caught six passes for 76 yards that's just going to be his regular stat line this season i think like he's still just a guy that gets open gets receptions no one can really stop him from doing that. And on this high-powered offense, he's going to get lots of shots in the red, red zone, and he's going to catch some balls and come down with some touchdowns. Um, there's just so much good that can happen this week. The Titans gave up the second-most fantasy points to the wide, re- wide receiver position in Week 1. The team that gave up the most, the Chargers, who Keenan Allen can't play against himself. Um Olave, who uh, played against the Titans last week, he finished wide receiver 10. Rashid Shahid finished wide receiver 12. And Michael Thomas almost made a return to fantasy, finishing as a wide receiver 37. Uh, Keenan Allen is going to have a huge week against that defense. He's going to make light work of them. Uh, So, yeah, I got got Keenan Allen as wide receiver one this week. Dang. Um, Well, I do. As a wide receiver one. As a wide receiver one, or yeah. you said wide receiver one. Oh, okay. as a wide receiver one. Oh, okay. Because okay. I think Keone heard wide receiver one, and I was like, no, no. Keone, don't think that. It's wide oh. receiver six. I know, yeah. I know. I'm like, can he change? Is <laughs> no, he, no. Yeah. JJ's argument is literally so good. He's changing his rankings <laughs> mid-argument. Um, <laughs> and I talked myself into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree that the Titans' defense is not very good and especially not as good as the Dolphins defense, which the chargers and Miami had kind of a back and forth game. Um, in my kind of like in my, their game of the week, it was my game of the week last week. It was just a great game of football came down to the end, all that sort of stuff. And as you said, in that game, he had six catches for 76 yards, but no touchdown. And he finishes the wide receiver 22. And so I, while he is getting the majority of the targets, a lot of the targets as he has earned, I will agree with that. I just, there's so many people that Justin Herbert can go to on this team. And in fact, in week one, he went to eight different pass catchers. And along with Keenan Allen, you have guys like Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, Quinton Johnson, Gerald Everett, Donald Parham. And that's not even all of them. So Jay Herbs spreads the ball around as is the will of many a Chargers offense in the past and currently. And in doing so, that gives more opportunities for other 
of the other of those guys to end up catching the touchdown like Donald Parham or, you know, an Austin Eckler who found the, the end zone. Although I think it was on a run, but still I, if he gets those numbers again, it's much going to be much closer to wide receiver 24. Now he might I think he can potentially perform a lot better than wide receiver 24, but also the position is so deep with a lot of young versatile. And let's be honest, just like random guys at the position that it, it almost looks like you're staring at the Mariana trench, how deep the wide receiver position is. So there could be a lot of guys who finish before him just because they get a random touchdown or whatnot. And so I think he needs to get a touchdown to do that. I can easily see him not getting a touchdown this week. He's not going to go the whole season without touchdowns, but I can see him not getting a touchdown in, you know, for two weeks in a row to start the season. And if he does, he's not going to be a top one wide receiver. I I mean, I like it. Um, Austin Eckler being banged up also has a little bit to do with this uh, ankle injury. I, and, and Josh Kelly looked pretty good he running did. the ball. He did. Uh, so I think that they're not going to hesitate to be switching Eckler and Kelly out for one another. And yeah, Kelly got a target. Like you said, he's one of the guys, but he got one target. Didn't catch it. Like whenever he's on the field, he's not getting the ball. Eckler's on the field. Eckler has a chance of getting the ball. 15% chance of getting the ball, you know? Um, so I think Eckler being off the field um, probably helps Keenan even a little bit more. And how often are we going to see Justin Herbert sneak the ball into the end zone from the <laughs> one yard line? Not often. So yeah, Donald Parham is going to have a touchdown, but there's going to be that extra passing touchdown in the red zone to go around to yeah, someone that was like Keenan touchdown. So that was Keenan. There's my rebuttal to, to Keone's argument. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was fair. Uh, also another cool fact that hasn't happened a lot. Keenan Allen got deep targets, which yeah. was really rare. They only hit like one, but, um, I also agree. There's a lot of talent in between and I think the wide receiver position is so deep. It's hard to rank. Um, but those good arguments for both of you guys. I'm in the middle. So I got my 15. I think you're like right in the middle. Yeah, he's yeah. nine also, away from each of us as well. Um, I also, you guys, Garrett Wilson ranking, wild. I just want to say this out loud. Keone, a lot of your rankings are wild. I can't wait to talk about them later. Uh, <laughs> we can talk about Garrett Wilson after on the live stream for a little bit. Um, okay. I instinctively think Keenan Allen is more of a wide receiver one than the last wide receiver two. Um, so, like, inherently, I'm closer to JJ. Um, also, while the, he did get, he was, what was he, wide receiver 23, you said, last week? Like 22, yeah. 23, depending that, on depending scoring. On your yeah. scoring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chargers did something that they never do, and they ran for 234 yards last week. They were Gene really Allen focused. ran the ball. Yeah, they were really focused on the run game. I don't think they're going to be able to run that efficiently, especially if uh-huh. Eckler is Numbers a little hurt. Yeah, so I think they're going to rely on actually pushing the ball downfield with the pass instead of, in this game, they were clearly run first, pass to switch it up a bit. I mean, 33 attempts by Justin Herbert. That man regularly can throw 40, so 40 plus. So uh, I think I got to go with uh, JJ on this one. I think he's more likely to finish as a wide receiver one Um or also, at least a top wide receiver two than he is to finish bottom of the wide receiver two. This has nothing to do with the argument. 
But Kyung, you set yourself a high standard by giving someone a great nickname like the Smoke Slingshot. You giving someone the nickname of J Herbs? Not the great. <laughs> you gotta work on it a little bit there. I'm sorry. I was like, you know, that kind of lost the argument for me. No, fair that enough. It was I just... a swinging thing there. You, your nickname is a little too good. And I'll, uh, I, it was very, it's a very casual nickname. Mm. It was more yeah, for that... the sense of like, not a, like a nickname per se, but it's just like, oh yeah, my guy Jay Herb's over here. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. That's that's a nas- we're a national podcast and that's like a national podcast type of name. Like we don't really know the charges like that, but like, come on, we're better than that. That's all right. I got one later on that hopefully is better. All right. Last fight. Saquon Barkley. Ryan has him at one. Keone at 12. Final round. Fight. Okay. The Cowboys absolutely spanked, embarrassed the Giants. Worse than, you know, I've seen in any other team be embarrassed in quite a long time. I mean, it was... It was a shellacking. It was a, he took him out to the, they took him out to the woodshed, you know, all that stuff, 40 to nothing. It wasn't even fair. It was, it was the epitome of that Simpsons meme of the kid crying and just going, stop, stop. He's already dead. And that was by the first half. Are the Giants playing the Cowboys back to back weeks? Um, they they also just pissed me off and probably a lot of other people off because they couldn't even score one lousy touchdown. And you know, if they they had, I would be four and zero in leagues heading into week two. But you know, whatever they failed at their job, you know, so hard they might as well have been pee wee flag football. But Saquon did okay. You know, he had fifty one yards on the ground, three catches, but. As a whole, I have a lot of questions about this Giants offense and a lot about that Giants O-line. They allowed seven sacks. That's ridiculous. That is, and like, I know the Cowboys defense is very different from the defense that they're going against this week. But I mean, you allow seven sacks. That's not good at all. It just, it leaves me with questions about this offense and this O-line and Saquon can do, you know, only so much by himself without the help of an O-line facilitating, making holes, doing all that. And if the O-line is not going to be good, I don't see him finishing as a running back one on the week. I can see him finishing as a top running back, like I have him as an RB12, but without the help of the people around you, you're not going to do as well as what you need to to do RB1. And I just, that's what the biggest thing about it is not his performance as much per se in week one. It's the team's performance and that O-line specifically. And you need that as a running back. So that was all great. That was a great argument. Listen, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. I mean, if you look at the Cowboys game was a blowout. We agree. Embarrassed in front of national television. It was horrible. I turned the game off at halftime, right? Like I didn't, I didn't even pay attention. 12 for 51 versus the Cowboys defense is very, very good in a blowout in a blowout. Still got three receptions. Now you're going against a defense last year that gave up uh, the fourth most point fancy points of running backs. And last week let Brian Robinson get RB 14 Saquon Barkley and this offense can explode on this Cardinals defense. Right. And not just, I mean, I'm not, 
not even just talking about the Cardinals defense, the Cardinals as a whole, the Cardinals offense didn't score a touchdown. They gave up multiple, they gave up so much opportunities to the Washington to give fantasy op- like fantasy points. I don't know why they kept giving the ball to Curtis Samuel so much. They shouldn't have done that. Jahan Donson looked open all the time. Sorry, I'm ranting. That was like, I lost. It hurt my feelings. But listen, Barkley is the number one running back, the number two pass catcher with Waller also talking about his hurt hamstring. And if, if something happens to Waller, you're talking about the number one pa- passing option now in the offense going against John Gannon, who has struggled against running backs as a DC for the Eagles and now as a head coach for the his first game with the Cardinals and a Cardinals defense who's worse than last year, who gave up the fourth most fantasy points. They literally traded away or lost or JJ Watt retired some of their best players on the defense last season and are starting people that no one knows. If, I, I just, this is a blow up week for the Giants. I'm, I'm predicting the, the bounce back. Imagine. No one knows their names yet. <laughs> Imagine if neither of these offenses score a touchdown again because <laughs> neither of them scored one in week one. Uh, you know, you, and the Bengals didn't score one. I was looking at some teams who did it. Texans didn't score one. I was like, oh man, there's a few more uh, names on this list than I thought there was going to be. Um, yeah, I see it as a bounce back game to um, Brian Robinson caught a touchdown against this defense, which just, he just doesn't do really if um, you look at the second angle of that it looks like sam howell's not throwing the ball to brian robinson no, which is I hilarious didn't think you he see was that whenever i watched it i was like whoa okay he got okay cool it looks like brian robinson ran in and just stole that catch. Yeah. um and then keone talked about the offensive line being bad what's the best thing for if you're going to get sacked just dump the ball off to the running back real quick uh lots of catches there so I, th- I think it's a bounce back game for for the Giants here. I'm I lean with Ryan. Again, seven sacks is great when you have a Cowboys defense with Micah Parsons. And terrible. There are no Micah weather. Parsons on this Cardinals defense, bruh. There's, there's no one close. On what about Pika Marsons? <laughs> right, he's coming. They got Buda <laughs> Baker, and I like Buda Baker, but Buda Baker wanted to be traded for a reason. Yeah. yeah. He saw the future. Um, right. They. The Giants only got 171 yards last week against the Dolphins or the Cowboys. Um, I I think they're going from playing. You could make the argument for the best defense. I'm not going to, but like a top defense in the NFL to like Ryan has said, playing arguably the worst defense in the NFL. Um, Number one. Yeah. Saquon being number one this week, it wouldn't surprise me. 12 for 51 against in a blowout-ass game where they're down 16-0 by the end of the first quarter. I think it's still really good. Like J.J. playing Madden. All Madden. He was on all Madden playing with the Giants and was like, man, this is a lot harder than I thought it was. And that's what David Jones looked like last week, and that's why they lost. Well, do you you know how in Madden they they won't start? interceptions. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're really like it's like sixteen for thirty two. You have sixteen completions and you think I am throwing it thirty two times, bro. I am Desmond Ritter with the eighteen passes over here and six interceptions. Are you? You're Atlanta's offense in Madden. 
It must be such a boring ass game. I love the defensive battles. <laughs> 13 10. Oh yeah, JJ JJ loves I'm playing all pro, bro. I got to, or else I'm going to get smoked. <laughs> JJ's the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, this is good off the rails. Nah, I, I gotta go with Ryan. I think the, the Cardinals are way worse and uh I think they're gonna play angry. And Daniel Jones can fuck up all he wants, but I don't think Saquon will fuck up. I don't think Saquon fucked up this last game. He just well, his team he did drop that ball into the guy's hands. Oh well. I give him that. So yeah, Ryan wins that one. All right, that'll do it for our fights. Now on to our starts of the week. All right, who is a must-start for you this week? I got Mike Evans. Uh, we were all pretty worried about Mike Evans coming into the season, getting drafted in the eighth, ninth round. Does he still have it? No more Brady there. They're going to go to Baker Mayfield. No one likes him. Uh, week one, he showed us who he still is. Um, also, he dropped the touchdown, so that's definitely still who he is. But even with that, he saw over 30% of the target share, six receptions on 10 targets, 66 yards. He did score a touchdown, finished as a wide receiver, 13. Uh, they play the Bears this week, who gave up two touchdowns to the wide receiver position in week one, both to Romeo Dobbs. Um, Mike Evans clearly still has something left in the tank. I'm going to just plug him in. He's still a really good wide receiver until he shows me otherwise. Uh, I think I'm the only one who switched Evans this week, got him above Godwin in the rankings. So yeah, I got Mike Evans must start this week. Uh, I got Jordan Addison, uh, going against the Eagles on Thursday night. James Bradbury's out with concussion. Nicobe Dean is out as well. Going on IR. This Eagles defense is hurt and it is still young and learning. Like they're still not used to his scheme. Jordan Addison is very talented. I think Kirk Cousins might throw. He threw 44 times last week. There's a chance he does it again. Uh, Jordan Addison had six targets, four receptions, a touchdown and 61 yards. I expect I mean, I, I expect 101, to be honest. I think he's going to eat. I think they're going to try to shadow and double Jefferson. And Hawkinson and Addison are going to really eat. I just, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm scared for both of those. I, again, high-scoring game. I'm going to go with another Jordan and go with Jordan Love. He outperformed, I think, his expectations in, in week one. Um, We weren't sure where he was, how he was going to do, how this Green Bay offense was going to do without Aaron Rodgers, but Jordan Love did, did pretty well. Uh, He was only one of three quarterbacks to have three touchdowns in week one. And he was the only one of those three to not turn the ball over. So take notes, Josh Allen. He had over 250 total yards and commanded the Green Bay offense like a veteran. You know, he's kind of, he's looking like, you know, the next iteration in that continuous line of great quarterbacks for for Green Bay. Um, I know it's only one game, but I was still very impressed by him. And I think he's going to continue performing well into this week as he faces the Atlanta Falcons, who aren't entirely known for their great defense. You know, and the funny thing is, like, both of these teams are, both one and oh, but Green Bay looked so much better than Atlanta did in their win. And Atlanta faced, you know, a rookie quarterback and Carol the Carolina Panthers this past week. Green Bay looks way better. Um, 
So I know a lot of a part of this offense was, you know, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, the running game, they had a good amount, but you know, three touchdowns for two fifty is, is nothing to nothing to sneeze at. And so I have Jordan love ranked as a top five quarterback this week. I know it's, it's pretty uh, where, high. Where did you have ranked at? What's the number? <laughs> Cause I saw the number and I wanted to argue about it. So what's the I number? believe it's a uh, number two. Oh man, that is Ooh. that is high, Betty. Yeah, yeah, we believe love Jordan Love. Yeah, so um, you know, a lot of people likely have him lower, but I'm uh, I'm I'm hitched in, got the uh, the arm the the bar down, and I am riding the roller coaster of love for another. Let me week. just update Keone's favorite team right now, and just put Ooh. Packers as heavy favorites. I know there well, might be a a reverse trade back into the darkness. I think week three we have to go over Keone's new favorite team, right? Well, yeah, is this, he used to be a Jets fan for a week because they still won. And it's kind of like, yeah. ah, we're the underdogs. But yeah. After this week. After this week, I think we'll let him repick a new one. All yeah. right. Uh, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, follow us on social media at FF Daydreamers. Follow us wherever you're listening to this right now. Um, click the notification bell, whatever it is, so that way you never miss whenever we drop. Um, what else we got? Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. Come hang out with us Sunday nights and Wednesday nights all season long. It's a lot of fun and uh, we fool around a lot. <laughs> Ooh, pause, pause. That's not true. That's not how we fool around all the time. Uh, I do not fool around. around. We're just a bunch of fools fooling Stay around. Daydreaming. Tell, tell <laughs> my wife I do not fool around. I yeah. straight and arrow yeah. here. Daydreaming. Yeah, Ian's right now sweating beads. He didn't even come back on the pot. Coming back on the pod. I'm gonna have to go outside and just apologize. (laughs) 